Back when some of us were kids, the only available um, route for networking had to be something physical. You'd have to attend some kind of business association meeting, maybe a chamber of commerce meeting, um, an office mixer, those sorts of things. Networking always had to be face to face. But now with social media, especially with um, LinkedIn now on the scene, it's possible for you to do a lot of your networking virtually because sometimes you're putting out content on the internet, people um, react to it and you get to start conversations and sometimes it's the other way around, you are reacting to people's stuff. And maybe sometimes it just looks like the person has an interesting bio or whatever and you think that you can send a LinkedIn request and then you guys can get talking. And it's an acceptable way to drum up a business um, these days. So if it's not something that you've tried doing to promote your business or promote your product or whatever it is that you're involved in, I'd recommend that you start doing so. Now, unfortunately, people get um, involved in this um, networking game, online networking game, without having learned a few fundamentals. And um, there are lots of things that... Uh, the lots of things that you can bring to your networking game if you take a sales perspective. Now, this is one of those, this is going to be a case study of how uh, sales practice, sales theory, um, selling frameworks can help improve your networking, whether you're face-to-face -face or whether you're doing it online. Although the scenario that we're going to explore today is something that happened online. So, I'm going to a chat with someone on LinkedIn and um, I accepted the fellow's um, request and I sent a message back to thank him for uh, the request and usually I like to send a short message uh, to try and source out why the person thought it would be a good idea for us to connect. Uh, maybe we've met before. Um, let's see, what else? You know, those sorts of inquiries, basically. On my end, I'm just looking for a good excuse to start conversations with people. And then it's also going to help me um, sort out, mentally anyway, who and who I have um, on my network, you know, what the actual connection is, um, and if there's any opportunities for us to be of mutual benefit to each other. So that's why I always um, start off these sorts of conversations. So thank you very much for the request. And then another message. It looks like the person was in content production. And then since I create content almost daily, that's how um, I try to push the conversation, um, you know, because we have something in common. I mean, we have to both uh, create content for our businesses to promote our services. And the first, uh, the person's job is, um, okay, the person does content at, it's an international payment company. I'm not going to say which company um, it is. And uh, oh, some other things to the person's name, document strategist and owner of something, 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 you know, impressive bio, basically. And the guy responds and he's like, hey, Tavishima, happy to connect. And uh, in chatting, he mentions that he creates technical documentation, including API integration documents for developers. And then for documents, he spelled it D-O-C-S. Now, there's not a problem with that. It's just that that whole, you know, DSS. I mean, some of these abbreviations are kind of, um, uh, what will I say, in, uh, they're kind of, um, it's kind of like an in-speak. I mean, you either know these sorts of things or you don't. Because like someone like um, my mom, for instance, or people of a certain age or in different profession, uh, professions are just going to write documents. Like my wife is in the regulation um, space. Uh, she works for a financial regulator for roughly the same age. But in those circles, you know, they won't they won't say docs, you know, they would say um, documents. So anyway, why am I bringing this up? I'm bringing this up because in his response, there's a lot of um, 
uh, jargon. There's a lot of um, in-house lingo that the fellow is using that the average person would not understand except if you were in that space. And quite frankly, until I saw, um, received his message, I had absolutely no idea about what those people are and what they do. So let me repeat, this is what he said. So yeah, I create technical documentation, including API integration docs for developers. Now, I know that there's some of you who are listening to this who have a technical background, and you guys think, hey, don't be so stupid. It obviously means this, 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 this. But the thing is, it's obvious to you guys because you are in the profession. So for someone like me, who's not in the tech space, um, technical documentation, okay, I guess I know what technical documentation is, but how that relates to API integration and for software development, like I don't know what those terms, I yeah, I could figure out what some of those terms mean because, okay, software development, okay, that's that's obvious, I think. But then what is an API integration? I have absolutely no idea. And I won't be surprised if I speak to my mom um, or my wife and neither do they know what an API is. So for those of you who run in that space, you say you just say casual because you think the whole world knows it. You say, oh, yeah, I create technical documentation, including API integration docs for developers. And you expect that the other person knows what it means. But the truth is, not everybody will. Now, my brother, on the other hand, he uh, did his um, advanced degrees in business administration with a, um, what do you call it? I'm not sure what it's called. Let me just say emphasis. So with an emphasis in um, information systems technology. So if you said this kind of thing to someone like my brother, he would get it immediately. Because I'm sure my brother knows what an API is, he knows what API integration is, and he knows what technical documentation is about, and he has an idea about software developers. So if you said that to someone like my brother, you guys would have a really fruitful conversation. But unfortunately, we can't run around assuming that everybody knows the in-speak of our own profession. And it's something that I uh, made a podcast about um, earlier. I think right now we have over 500 episodes here, I think, or okay, maybe at least 490. The last time I checked, we were 490 something. I'm guessing maybe we've hit the 500 mark so far. So there's an older podcast episode where I said, um, I went on the rant basically saying how wedding photographers need to stop talking about aperture and uh, aspect ratio and stuff like that because your clients do not know what that means. If you're have someone in the sales conversation you're trying to move the person along in the sales conversation you're trying to network with the person you're trying to make the person a potential customer or some associate it doesn't help as a photographer if you keep talking about apertures and aspect ratios because the person doesn't know what the hell that means if you're going to talk about these sorts of things you need to find ways of talking about these things that the average person can understand so that they're actually tracking with you and you're making progress because what happens is the average person doesn't understand and the person won't say anything. They'll rather just continue with the conversation and hope that after a while they'll figure out what it means. Now, in my case, because um, of my experiences in secondary school, I just realized that, look, there's no point in playing dumb. So if I don't understand, I'll come right out and ask you, um, API integration, what does that mean? And that is how I tried to uh, push along the conversation. But the guy didn't quite get the gist because the next thing was a response and the response was a link to developer documentation that he has worked on or maybe that his firm has worked on and i don't think the guy got the hint if i don't know what api integration means or if i don't know how software development works or what technical documentation is if i come straight out to say api integration that sounds really technical what does that mean it doesn't help if you send a link to 
um, developer documentation. I mean, that's not going to help. So if you're on LinkedIn, trying to drum up business, trying to network, trying to look for potential partners or buyers for your product or your service, it doesn't help if you don't explain all this technical lingo and you keep on pushing um, more of that lingo um, in their face. Now, I have lots of things to do with my day, so I'm definitely not going to click on the link to try and find out what developer documentation is about. And the truth of the matter is, if you're speaking to someone who's a potential client and they find some of this uh, jargon confusing, they probably are not going to do the research themselves. The conversation is most likely going to go smoothly with whoever takes a much more um, softer approach, making sure that they understand the uh, all these technical aspects. Before you send the link to developer documentation or whatever, it would only make sense if the person understands what API integration is and technical documentation and, you know, it would make sense for that person to understand all that jazz first. So it's a settled sales principle in traditional selling that you do not introduce jargon into the process unless you know for sure that your client knows what it means. So in other words, let's say you're an architect and you're working with a property developer. Property developers, you can assume that property developers know what's up. So if you start talking about um, uh, this layout, that kind of layout, you're going to put a banister here. Uh, you want to put the load ratio at uh, this to this metric tons of cement or whatever. A property developer is expected to understand those sorts of things. So talking to a property developer like that in the sales process, that's not a problem. But if you're an architect and you're talking to an ordinary guy like me, the only thing I know about architecture is there was a really wonderful and well-renowned architectural faculty in Obafemi Awolowo University where I did my undergrad degree and I had loads of friends there. So if you start talking to me about different kinds of floor plans or weight distribution or banisters, I'll be clueless. So even if I have all the money in the world and I'm a billionaire, I probably can't make an educated decision about whether I should pay you to draw up the plans for my house or for my factory or whether I should pay the other guy because I don't know all the technical stuff that you're talking about. So it's a settled sales principle that we do not introduce jargon unless we know what the that for sure that the customer understands it. So in uh, selling conversations or in networking conversations, just assume that this person that you're talking with, the potential associate or the potential customer, assume they don't understand and try and make things as simple as possible. It's only when it becomes obvious that the person is tracking with you that then you can go on and on talking about uh, floor plans or weight distribution or the ratio of concrete mix, assuming you're an architect, or if you're like this guy, you're a software developer, then you can now start talking about API integration. If I don't know what an API is, how do I know what the API is integrating to? So um, one simple formula for trying to sort this out that anybody can do is to use this formula that I came across um, a long time ago. And that is to say, I do ABC for XYZ so that one, two, three. Again, let me repeat the formula. It is, I do ABC for XYZ so that one, two, three. So in this case, how would it work? Uh, let me see. Let me just guess. Um, if you are a software person, uh, forgive me if I'm going to butcher stuff here because I don't know what all these things mean. I really should have done the research before coming on this show. But anyway, let me freestyle and come up with something. So you can say, I create... Um, hmm, let me see. Okay, technical documentation 
for API integration logs for developers. Okay, you could say, for instance, that um, I create documents for software developers to make their APIs run more smoothly with Facebook. That way, their customers will have um, a better experience. Okay, no, let me remove that. The customers have a better experience. But with uh, the thing that I just cooked up now, I hope you know that gives a better idea. So what did I say again? Okay, so um, I create technical documents for software engineers so that their APIs can work better with Facebook. Okay, no, 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 no that doesn't work because I still haven't defined what an API is. Okay, I should have figured out what an API is. Hmm. Anyway, but that's just the general um, idea. Basically, you want to say that I do this thing for this kind of people so that they can get this kind of results. If you use that kind of formula, people will be able to track with you in the beginning before you start getting into the complex things. So let's uh, go back to the whole architect. Um, okay, let's go back to the uh, architect scenario. So you could say that um, I create modern i create designs for modern couples so that they can have pride of place in their homes okay yeah okay let's leave it like that let's start with that so i create designs for modern couples so that they can have pride of place in their homes so if you start off the conversation with that way with someone on uh, linkedin or um in real life there is room for the conversation to progress like modern couples I mean, what do you mean by modern couples? And um, you'll be able to go into the conversation about who you think a modern couple is and then maybe some back and forth with the person so you can try and figure out what kind of uh, person um, you're having a chat with, whether they're much more conservative when it comes to design or maybe the more modern open space, uh, things like that. Um, and then the thing around uh, pride of place, uh, you can now start having conversations about how people are dissatisfied with the designs of their homes you know, maybe um, modern um, wives not being hap uh, satisfied with uh, the size of the kitchen, uh, things like that, things of that nature. So, I mean, there's room for open-ended conversation if you use this approach. I do this for these kinds of people so that they can achieve these kinds of results. If you use these kinds of uh, formulas, then you'll be fine, whether in um, real-life networking sessions or um, on LinkedIn. But either way, it's a settled sales principle. Do not use all that lingo unless you're sure that you know that the person on the other end of the conversation, um, the potential client or the potential um, business partner, until you're sure that uh, they know what that means. So thank you very much for listening to today's recording. I will catch you guys at the next episode. And remember, you can ask me anything by shooting me a message on 080-6466-2140. Again, that's 080-6466-2140. The country code is plus 234 for Nigeria. Again, that is plus 234. I'll catch you guys at the next recording.